Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi. And this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10K in recurring revenue with Claritask.com. Hi everyone, uh, it's episode 14. Uh, it's a little bit different this time around. I am, I think I'm recording for the first time uh, at, in the morning, so it's uh, 9.30 and um, I'm here at the Innovation Center in Kosovo, in Pristina. Um, it's a good space here. There's nobody here, so it's pretty good. I get to talk anything I want without feeling any like anyone is listening to me, besides you, of course. Uh, so, yeah, um, today what I want to talk about is um, how I work. And um, uh, the way this came about uh, was that last week... I think two weeks ago, um, a lot of people online were talking about, you know, how bootstrappers work and how companies work, etc. So I am going to talk from a um, bootstrappers uh, perspective, uh, where you work on your own, where you're doing everything on, by yourself, as I'm doing. I'll say um, I'm coding, I'm designing, I'm doing marketing, sales, customer support, etc. So um, from that perspective. Um, the way that uh, I divide my day, especially right now where I'm taking some client work, is that I try to divide it about 50-50. And um, there are days where I work a little bit more on clarity tasks or a little bit more on client work. Or if there's um, something that I have to deliver for, uh, for a client, I may be working a full day. And then just try to um, look at tasks that I have ongoing for clarity tasks or do some support with clients. And then uh, there's days where I maybe go two days straight working on a new feature and uh, without breaking away from it. Um, and the reason I do that is because if I'm working on a feature that is uh, sort of heavy-ish, I can't break away from it. I Sometimes I don't even answer calls if it's not my family. So I won't pick up the phone and I just try, try to stay in the zone, just try to stay focused and try to get it done on one go. And when I mean, uh, when I say one go, I mean, you know, if it lasts three days, I will sit on it for three days, uh, build it, test it, um, shoot it to clients for review, and then uh, launch it and then jump on something else. So um, uh, with that said, uh, the way my work in Clarity Task is divided specifically is that I have a list that has features in it, tasks that are features. And these are features that last anywhere from a day to maybe a couple of days. And then I have another list or a task group in ClariTask where I have my quickies. And what quickies are, there are bugs, fixes, uh, small features, small improvements that may take anywhere from a minute to um, maybe half an hour, an hour per task. And they are not features, so it's not a new functionality, it's just an improvement to an existing uh, feature or is a bug or something reported by a client. And these are my two major task groups or lists in ClariTask. So I have my, um, my features and my quickies. And uh, I shuffle, um, I go back and forth between both. Uh, usually if I am starting to work on a uh, uh, feature, what I usually do is I try to get away, get um, get rid of some quickies, some quick tasks here and there, and then jump on a major feature. And then once I'm done uh, with a major feature, I won't get back to another feature without, you know, picking some small features here and there and just uh, 
you know, uh, uh, cleaning them up, putting them away, etc. Uh, so these are the basic, uh, basically how I work. And yesterday I was talking to a friend. Uh, he has an app as well. And he was asking me how I deal uh, with uh, feature requests. Because I had said, um, as I was talking to him, I was you know, telling him how, uh, you know, just what I told you actually, like how I work. And um, one thing he asked me, he said, how you work on features? Like what, how do you pick what features to work on? So it's usually a combination of... Um, a feature being requested a few times by co different clients and if it matches uh, my idea of how a certain functionality should go I uh, will probably give it a priority so let's say I have an idea in the back of my mind or it's a task somewhere in my ideas folder and um, it has something to do with let's say people permissions I'm just taking an example and then it's in the back of my mind every time and then if it keeps popping up once, twice, three times, um, or even once, if I see a use case where it matches the use case that I was anticipating for users to have, then it gets a priority. Um, other times it's features that I never thought about, but the users are um, requesting it. And uh, to pass it through uh, development, um, I really have to make sense of the use case behind it. So usually what I do is I ask the client, about a specific reason why they need a feature. Example, uh, last week uh, there was a support ticket, a client asking about a feature, which I've thought about building it actually, and it's supposed to be on ClearTask because it ties with one of the major features in ClearTask, which is uh, any user can um, uh, pick, uh, can set their status as working on any task and only one task at a time. And um, what you do is you go to a task. If you're not a task, uh, if you're not a clear task user, I'll explain it quickly. Um, if you're on a task, each task has a button uh, saying uh, work on this. And then you click on it. It turns green. It says working. And then you can only work on one task at a time. And uh, what this does is that it gives your uh, other team members or your managers a way to see what every person is working on without having to ping everybody or message or email or call or, or get to a meeting. However, right now, to see how what someone is working on, you have to go to a people's tab and then click on a specific person and then you'll see what they're working on. However, what, I, what I've been wanting to do for the longest time is I um, uh, want to have a button on the side, on the sidebar, on the right sidebar of ClareTask where you click on it and it gives you a list of everybody in your team and then tasks they're currently working on. And then this way you can tell what somebody's working on. If someone is not working on anything, you can ping them. And maybe if they're free, you can you know, see if they want to take on something else. Or if somebody's working on something, you want them to jump on something else, you can quickly comment them. And then um, this way you can, you, know, you can work faster without having to hold a meeting or call someone. Um, so to go back to my client requesting this feature, which I've been wanting to build anyway, he said, hey, can we have a list somewhere quickly to see like a pop-up, like a, a quick drop-down where we can see what everybody's working on? And I said, yes, I've been wanting to do this. However, I said, can you tell me a specific reason why you need that? And I wanted him to go, even though I would know what they're going to say and why they need it. I know it sounds very simple, but I really want to hear out like why they want that. 
um, and sometimes you, you you'll be surprised you know so it's always good to hear even if it's uh, one of the features that you've been wanting to to build or it's, if it's a new feature it's always good to ask tell me a specific reason tell me a specific use case and if they talk if they start talking on broad terms you can say and this is what I did last week can you tell me a specific task like what the task was what you were trying to do and then um, this was another feature request from another client they wanted reminders on tasks and um, I've been wanting to do reminders on tasks as well and they wanted to do date and time and I didn't understand why they wanted the time because you know reminder you set a reminder and then um, uh, you can get reminded the next day or, or, or you know something along those lines and he said well you know like I am talking to someone I have delegated them a task uh, let's say the specific task is pay electricity and then um, I want to follow up however I have a bunch of million things working on currently and I want to be reminded of that task that I need to follow up so I need the exact time when I need to follow up and then when that happens I need a pop-up or something like a widget etc and I said maybe you guys I can send you an email as well I said no I don't want emails the reason why we have Claritask open all day is because it doesn't send emails and we can just rely on it with notifications and everything so we don't have to get the same thing on both places and this is one of the things that uh, I think it's a major feature in Claritask that Claritask doesn't send out any emails and I've been having requests for this from clients and um, uh, clients have said, you know, can we have an email so it, you know, sends us uh, notification that something is done, etc. And everything is on Claritask. So if somebody completes a task you're, you're, uh, um, you've delegated, you get a notification. That notification stays there forever. It's on task history. You can tell who did it, uh, the time they did it, etc. So everything, every task has a history about everything. So, um, yeah, emails are not sent. And uh, to go back to how I work on feature requests, it's usually a combination of a, of, a t of a request matching what I was anticipating and something that is requested a lot. And if it's something that's really out there, I will usually not say no. And this is not in a way to um, be nice, but I don't know. I mean, I will write it down. And then even if it's the craziest idea ever, Maybe something else comes up in Claritas down the line where that task will make sense. So I will just leave it there, make a note of it, who requested it, and then see if it gets repeated another time. Or when I look at it later on, maybe it will make sense in a different sort of setting. So, uh, But I won't react on it if it's completely out there, doesn't match any other requests from other clients, doesn't match my anticipation of anything like that happening. And I will just monitor it down the line. I won't look at it every day, but once a month, whenever I do um, house cleaning with my tasks, I will just go over tasks and see, you know, the context that was requested. And I always write the context, like why they requested it, who requested it, what was the reason behind it, because I will forget, you know, doing all these things on my own, I will forget, you know, if, if it's not written down, I will, uh, it will just pass me by. I will never know what that task meant. And I've had I've had times where I, uh, you know, looked at the task and uh, I wouldn't even know why I wrote it. And uh, this way, I, I try to gather as much information about a specific task, um, a specific request. Um, so yeah, uh, another good thing is that I have a new client on trial. Uh, they have entered their credit card. Uh, I have right now. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but right now what I'm doing is I'm having my trials at seven days. So it's not 30, it's not 15, it's seven days. So they enter the credit card. It doesn't get charged right away. 
They have a full open um, clear task with all unlimited features. They have seven days to onboard their team, ping me, and then beyond those seven days, they can of course ping me every time, and then I'll be I'll be helpful to them. So uh, this uh, new client is very excited. They love Claritas. Their team loves it. They had a couple of questions about um, one of the things was that you know in Claritas, uh, even staff members or admin permissions, everybody has a, uh, a similar um, a similar permission on tasks, so they can edit, delete, assign, reassign, comment, and everything. They can do everything administrator can do. And they said, well, you know, we don't, we sort of feel kind of like um, insecure if, uh, let's say, uh, a specific staff member doesn't maybe know how to use Claritask well, and they go delete a task or edit a task, and we wouldn't know it. And I reassured them that that's the sort of the point in Claritask where any action by anyone in the staff, it goes down to uh, task history. And then if someone deletes a task, you get a notification. You can recover that task. Uh, if someone edits the task, you can see previous versions, who edited, what the original version of that task was. So everything is intact and you always get your notification on the right hand side um, of your dashboard. And also you have project history where you can see what everyone uh, did on the specific project and this is not to micromanage or anything but usually in service business you have times where you really need to report to your client uh, what you've done to a specific project like what tasks you worked on and this way you can go back and then have proof that you know what everybody did the time they've entered when they entered it etc so you have all those details if you need them and uh, so yeah they, they like in Claritask I think Monday um, they will uh, uh, go a little bit further uh, using it with real projects and uh, hopefully they uh, stay um, it's one of the companies that it's uh, it's big so they have a bunch of people uh, more than 10 and it's perfect uh, target perfect uh, client for Claritask uh, I have similar clients like them so uh, when I was supporting them I was telling them about uh, other feedback that I got from clients of a similar industry and uh, this helped a lot with uh, telling them and uh, showing them what, what Claritas does. So, yeah, I'm hoping they convert. It should be around uh, Wednesday, I think. Um, yeah, so around there. Um, yeah, so uh, let me see what other notes I have here. Um, I'm still open to actually, uh, I mentioned this in the last episode, I'm opening this uh, podcast, this show to uh, sponsorships. And they can run as low as $20 per mention per episode. And I can uh, talk about your product. I can talk about any specific features, any about anything, any specific offer. Uh, the target, the crowd is bootstrappers, indie hackers, makers, developers, designers, founders that are listening to this show. And if you have a product that they can benefit from, um, I'll be more than happy to uh, find a slot for you. You can start as low as $20. And you get, uh, I'm going with 10 cents per listener, and I'm getting about 100, uh, 186 listens per episode, so close to 200 uh, in the first 30 days. So that's usually what um, what they count, so the first 30 days whoever listens, because that's when the time when that advertising, advertisement, um, the promotion will be relevant. Um, and uh, another change that I did, uh, let me see how much time. All right, 15 minutes, that's perfect. All right, I'm trying to keep these shows uh, 15, 20 minutes. I don't want to go to 30 minutes anymore because um, I think 15 minutes, it's, 
it's a really nice way to wrap up everything what happened in the last week and what will go on in the next and another change i did when working with client work up to now i was doing lump sum uh yeah, fixed price projects and uh, that sort of um uh would bother me after the project would get done in my terms and then client would ask for revisions and i would go just insane you know i would be in my mind i would say you know this should have been done i don't want to do this it should have been a fixed price because they're asking all these iterations and etc so right now what i'm doing i'm working hourly and um what's that helping with is that the client can go on for as long as they want i know it limits me to make more and placed in times when i'm giving more value than they're paying for but it's a really good measure to um to sort of uh uh, let them know what I worked on and if they keep doing revisions etc I just give them an update how many hours have been so far and if they want to go on and uh, this is helping me stay a little bit more sane uh, to be honest and it's really good so working on hourly rates with clients trying to get about four hours a day with client work and it's working out very good actually um, I'm more calm in the decisions I make with Claritask Yes, the time is a bit less daily on Claritask. However, um, Claritask is very stable right now where it needs not a lot of work. Uh, it needs maintenance here and there, a lot of support actually. Last week there was uh, support from current clients who are onboarding their new team and asking questions about different permission levels, etc. And I had new people trying Claritask asking me questions. This new client that have uh, entered their credit card asking me questions. So. The entire week was my first experience sort of being on top of customer support and really um it really got me tired to be honest uh but i didn't i didn't hate it i loved it uh, it made me feel like you know um there's some traction uh people are loving it people are people are interested in clear task questions are all positive uh so that's good um yeah so uh bring it on i said this on twitter uh bring it on i'm here just you know bring the support on <laughs> yeah um uh, Captera reviews I about uh, about 14 or 15 reviews all five star all organic but one one was through Captera's facilitated um, review process where they hand out $20 for each reviewer that takes their time to write a review positive or negative which I don't have control over to uh, edit or anything like that so so far um, the all it's all five stars uh, comments are great there are here and there there are feature requests and things that could be better and um, I'm looking into them and seeing how Claritas can be better and constantly shooting uh, new users uh, requests for reviews. If they find Claritas useful, I'm asking them to uh, leave a review on Captera because that helps me with my listing on Captera going up the list and um, um, more people possibly finding Claritas organically, which is much more better than when you're, um, when you're um, directly selling. Which brings me to the last point of this podcast. Uh, this next week, I will give a try to uh, doing some cold emailing and trying to be, uh, trying not to be creepy doing it. So I will try to uh, read as much as I can and try to find people that would really benefit from somebody contacting them about a solution like Claritask. And I talked to Eric from Mailshake, which helped me through. Um, uh, what uh, cold emailing is and how not to be spammy and how to use Mailshake. So I will give that a try, not just for a week, but I will start next week and give it an honest try and see if um, that channel 
will um, will be beneficial to Claritas because Claritas right now is at a point where I'm finding that people are really loving it once they get their team on, uh, once they're using it with their staff and managing their real projects. Uh, it's something that they've really needed. So I'm very confident when I'm demoing it to new clients and as I introduce it to clients that have never heard about it, then I will um, uh, I will try to uh, you know. Uh, not sell it, but just introduce them to it. And then hopefully they find it useful. Uh, so that's sort of the angle that I'm, I want to take. So not push it, just introduce them, maybe set up a demo, uh, set up their team on Task, help them through the features. And if they want something specific, and then hopefully they become a client. So I'll report back on how that goes. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it for today. Um, there's a couple of more notes, but this show will go on forever. So I'll leave something for next week. All right. Thanks for listening um, from everywhere that you are. Uh, I know I have clients, uh, clients, listeners, mostly in U.S., but I also have in India, Europe, a uh, bunch of old European countries, mostly England, Portugal, Spain, Italy, uh, Kosovo, um, um, I think Germany as well. Uh, I have the map. Full, I will probably post it these days. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much for listening. And if you have any questions or any suggestions, what I can do better, I would love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter. Uh, my direct messages are open. Uh, so you can ping me there. And uh, talk to you soon. All right, bye.